ESPNW presents Be Honest with Carrie Champion. Hey everybody, it's Carrie Champion. Welcome to Be Honest, the podcast. Uh, this edition of Be Honest was actually taped in front of a live studio audience in New York City, and it was really something special. Um, I'm excited about a podcast that has come to life in the form of a television show, but I'm more excited about the guests that we were able to get. Um, you may have heard of her. Her name is Chloe Kim, 17-year-old gold medalist. Uh, she won the gold in the half pipe and it was phenomenal. After she won, it was instant stardom. She got a shout out at the Oscars from Frances McDormand. Everyone knew her name, Chloe, Chloe, Chloe. But what they didn't know is that she was a really special young lady who has been through a lot. Her parents have sacrificed a lot. Uh, and she talks about it in such a charming and disarming way that you have to fall in love with her. A gold medalist, she's an Olympian at 17 years old, and she sits with us and shares her story. This special presentation of Be Honest is brought to you by Toyota. Um, you got some, you got some uh, hardware on you. Yeah, you know. Uh, you thought you'd bring that for us? Just went to the local uh, jewelry to, store. Oh, you went to the local jewelry store and and, and got a gold medal. So um, <laughs> I got to talk to you. Folks may not know this, but you've been on the rise for some time now. Um, the interesting part of your story is that, uh, yes, you are a snowboarder, but you grew up in California, right? So in Los Angeles. So people think, how in the world does that happen? How does one become an Olympic gold medalist, but you grew up in California? You're yeah, a I'm a Cali girl. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like everyone's like, why are you snowboarding? Because I, okay, I don't like the cold. Uh-huh. Doesn't make sense. I, agree. I don't like the cold. <laughs> like, and sometimes I'm like, why did I pick a sport where I purposely go out during a blizzard and like freeze my butt off? But it's like, it's fun, right? It's yeah. like part of the mystery. You're like, you don't know, you might get frostbite, you might be okay. So, so where do you snow as a kid in California, Los Angeles more specifically? Yeah, so I started snowboarding a mountain high, which mm -hmm. is an hour away. Um, it's definitely an interesting mountain. It's very small, but, mm -hmm. you know, I learned how to turn and did my first contest there. And then... And then I like upgraded and started going to Mammoth. Uh-huh. Um, that's the upgrade. That's like the upgrade. Okay. Yeah. But you know, I, I love Mammoth. You know, there's it's there's so much snow there right now. I wish I was there because I love like powder riding. So um I think I'm gonna head out there soon. But um it's just a great mountain and they have amazing park like facilities, like a great half pipe, so it's just perfect for me to train in and Okay, so you're seventeen it. years old. Um, you'll be 18 soon. You're becoming an adult right before our eyes. Um, and I think about snowboarders and their mentality. They have a different type of swagger. How would you describe it? Huh. I mean, okay, I'm, like, definitely a girly girl. Like, yeah. I love shopping, love going to the mall. I love getting my hair, buying makeup. Like, I love that. Um, but so, yeah, I don't like it when people expect us to be tomboys. Yeah. Be like, oh, wow, like... You're actually like decent, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's like, like they. I feel like they expect us to be like gangsters, kind of like just super, like grimy in a way. Uh -huh. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. I mean, I don't think I'm grimy. No, so. you're beautiful. <laughs> yes. So you like your eyeliner, your lipstick, I you shop love a lot. My eyeli- yeah. Uh-huh. I won't leave the house without my eyeliner. Uh-huh. Well, no but, uh, <laughs> I mean, I love how I can live two completely different lives. Like, I'm not going to find a big shopping mall in the middle of a mountain. Sure. But I can go look for one around that area. <laughs> right? <laughs> so it's like, okay, the mountain's here. The nearest, biggish cities, two and a half hours away. Uh, I'll find a way to get there. Okay. I um, love that. So, you know, I have my priorities straight. Yes, of like course. It. Me too. I like to shop. Yeah. Um, so talk to me. We'll talk about the Olympics. Um, wow. Where do we begin with you? So I know that you have rituals, right? So there's a lot of pressure because there's a lot of buildup. Um, people know who you are. Uh, I, and I think there was the expectation of perhaps a gold medal. Not for sure, but there was that expectation. Walk us through the big run um, and your mentality. What are you thinking before it happens? Okay. The worst part of the whole experience was the fact that I do press saying that I was going to go to the Olympics when I didn't even know, like when I technically didn't qualify to go yet. Oh, Okay. So that's like terrifying. You're like, yeah, I'm an Olympian, all this stuff, but you're not. So <laughs> okay. um, that was kind of scary. And it's not even like I'm going out of my way to say it, but they introduce you as an Olympian. And you're just like, don't know that yet, yeah. hopefully. Yeah. So that's like pressure because then you don't want to be like, oh, just kidding. She's not an Olympian. And it's like, <laughs> what was the point of all that hype? Um, so I had all that pressure. And on top of that, Um, you know, my parents sacrificed so much. I think it was so important for me to like go out there and just do good and show them, you know, that Mm. all of our hard work as a family really did pay off. And I put a lot of pressure on myself and I definitely didn't want to disappoint. I wanted to walk away feeling accomplished and proud of what I did. Um, so I think most of the pressure came from myself. Um, I'm pretty good at blocking everything out, you know? Yeah. Did you think you were going to get gold? After the fact or before the fact? Here's the funny thing. I really felt like it was part of my destiny Mm. in a way. Because I get so nervous during competitions. Like, so nervous. I My legs will shake sometimes. And I have to go to the bathroom when I get nervous. So I'm always running back and forth to the porta-potties. Tinkling, yes. Yes, exactly. And it's like, it's terrible. (laughs) And then you like... You know, you get out of uh-huh. the bathroom and you're like, I have to go again. Like, uh-huh. why? Um, uh-huh. <laughs> but at the Olympics, I didn't feel any of that. I was, I felt so calm. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when you're like ready to go to bed, kind of. Sure, sure. Like, you know, you're like kind of sleepy. Yeah. Like, I kind of felt like, like my body felt so relaxed wow. and I felt so. So before your gold medal liquid. run, you felt sleepy? Like, not like sleepy, but just like. Like, the same feelings I get when I'm in, like, a fuzzy poncho. Okay. Like, ready to watch some TV and then possibly fall asleep. Yeah, okay. Like, I felt cozy. <laughs> That's a good I, way to describe exactly, it. Exactly. Yeah. I felt really, like, cozy and, like, yeah. at peace and home. Mm-hmm. So, outside of the mountain, I was... It was hectic. Like, yeah. there's so much going on. Like, in the village, there's, like, these crazy dances, like, fun things happening, fireworks, you know, loud noises... And then, um, so yeah, it was definitely a little chaotic. There's so many people everywhere. Sure. So then when I was at the half pipe, I was like, I'm here. I know how to do this. This is something that I'm familiar with. So yeah, you know, um, my Toyota teammate, Louis Vito, he was like, at the Olympics, 
the half pipe is going to feel like your home. And I was like, yeah, right, whatever. Like, I love sleeping. And the floors were heated. I was like, there's no way. Uh-huh. But I was at the half pipe, and I felt so relaxed and, like, ready to go. So, yeah. And you took home the gold because yeah. you were cozy. Congratulations, cozy. right? That's huge. <laughs> I hear you have a ritual. Like, I, I know you were at our ESPNW Summit um, a, a while back, and you said you used to say YOLO. Yeah. Um, do you still say YOLO? What do you do? What's your, your, your ritual, if you will? Athletes are known to be extremely, um, they have these different rituals that they do. Yeah. I mean, I think the YOLO came from, like, I know that I'm putting myself in a gnarly situation where I could get hurt. Yeah. But it's like... I always love the risk. Like, okay. I love roller coasters. Uh-huh. Like, I just love that adrenaline rush. So I, sure. like, love it when I'm in a situation where I know it's potentially very dangerous, yeah. but I can control it. Like, I, I know how to handle it. Um, but now I kind of, I knock on my board. You do? I, yeah. Because, um, you know, you knock on wood to, like, oh. jinx yourself. So I'm, like, kind of superstitious about that, and I, like, just in case I jinx myself sometime, like, in the past, in my mind, without even thinking about it, I just okay. make sure I, like... So so no no longer YOLO. The kids, do you guys know what... Everyone knows what YOLO means, right? Because I want to feel hip. You're, you only live once? Is that just me? Oh, I'm the only hip one here. Okay, good. So you <laughs> said YOLO. So hip. So hip, right? Um, and now you knock on your board, mm-hmm. and then that's how you feel like this is going to be your... That's your, your ritual, your superstition, if you will, that helps you get through it. Yeah, I mean, I just, I don't know, because I learned about, like, jinxing yourself kind of late. Yeah. So after I learned about that, I was really scared. It's like ghosts, right? You're like, you don't know if it's, like, real or not, but you still, like, you're somewhat of a believer, so it's like, okay. Um, So, you know, just to be safe. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like a flu shot, just to be safe. Yeah, yeah. Just like... You don't want to get the flu, so you get a shot. Just in case. Yeah. Um, I, I know that a lot of the, the talk um, leading up to the Olympics, and quite frankly now that you've won, um, has been about your background, your family, um, yeah. your father um, and your mother. You're a Korean-American, and then you're competing in Korea. Um, talk to me about that crossroads, if you will, and, and, and what that felt like for you. Yeah, I always struggled with my identity growing up, so... My parents came, immigrated to America in, like, the 1980s or something. Um, And they kind of, you know, struggled with criticism a lot because back then it was still um, a new concept, diversity. And so I think my parents definitely struggled a lot with that. But, you know, they didn't really understand English that much. Like, even now, my parents will have me read an email and be like, I'm not good at English, so can you read this and, like, tell me what they mean? Yeah. So um, it's kind of like that. Not that they don't know how to speak English. It's just different for them to interpret certain certain things. And sometimes when my parents speak English, it's very blunt because they kind of say it in the way um, that Koreans say it, like that sentence structure. So it sounds really <laughs> blunt sometimes. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like that. But me just growing up in America, being born and raised in California, it's, it was a little harder for me just trying to understand who I was and where I fit in. Mm. I moved to Switzerland at eight years old, and I was the only Asian girl at the school. Yeah. And it was crazy, you know? <laughs> Everyone's like, where are you from? Like, who, what are you? Right. Like, what cre- What kind of, like, what are you, right? Everyone's, like, coming up to me and's like, where are you from? Like, are you, are you a right. human? Like, is that a thing? What would you say? I would be like, I'm a Cali girl. Like, I'm from L.A. But, you know, I got bullied a lot, especially for my eyes, 
funny thing is, in Switzerland, once I told them I lived in L.A., I was, like, popular. Really? Yeah. They love the fact... You, like, if you're from, like, New York or L.A., they love it. So you were immediately cool then? I was, like, popular, yeah. They didn't even care that you were a criminal. No, they're like, they were just like she great. lives in Los Angeles. Yeah. Like, that's where Paris Hilton lives, you know? It's oh, so like, then you're immediately it's like, in. It's, that's, like, what they think, yeah. Yeah, so you were immediately in. <laughs> exactly. I was in. I was, like, the next Paris Hilton at that point. <laughs> do, you, do you still feel like you struggle with your identity? <laughs> no, I think... The biggest thing I took away from the Olympics and learned was that I I learned, you know, I got a better understanding of who I was. It's I went to the Olympics with the goal of representing both Korea and America because I was blessed with that opportunity and to be able to do that is such an honor Mm -hmm. and being able to represent two countries you know Korea being the country where my family came from and where they spent their lives growing up and then now America where I grew up and um you know learned so much it's such a big cultural difference as well so um being able to represent both is such a privilege and I think I mean I think I did pretty well I think you did great yes (laughs) yes so uh, I mentioned it, it just and it makes me know how old I am. She was born in 2000. So you have a birthday coming up, and um, what are you going to do for your 18th birthday? Do you know? Okay, so I never was a huge birthday party gal. Uh huh. Like I, my, you know, my team will always call me the laziest Olympian. Uh huh. Because I am literally so lazy. Okay. So like going out or like throwing a big party to me is just like too much work. Yeah, yeah. So I'd rather like stay home, uh-huh. buy a cake, and hopefully eat the whole thing, uh-huh. and then uh-huh. um, go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, we're the same age. <laughs> like, and, yeah, and I always like you are acting like you were older. That's an adult di- uh, dinner or I mean, a birthday. Like, <laughs> I, you know, maybe I might like go to the beach or like go to the aquarium or something, right? With like a couple of my friends, right. but I'm not gonna throw a huge like 18th birthday uh-huh. party. Like honestly, I could use all that money in like buying a cute outfit or like a new bag. Yeah. So I'd rather do that. <laughs> All right. So um, I think this is interesting. You talk about cake. I, I, I've, I've heard you're a bit of a foodie. Is this true? You love? Yeah. yeah okay. Well, well I have an excuse, food. right? I'm like Tell a me. winter athlete. So it's like, you know, there's like a summer bod and a winter bod. But like. There's a summer bod and a winter bod. Well, okay. Yeah. It's like okay. a lot of animals for the winter, they like eat a lot of food because they like stay warm. <laughs> so I kind of go with that same mindset. It's like stock up. And then hopefully it like burns off because they're like in the cold. What makes sense? Yeah, it makes perfect sense. I mean, people are literally sitting in the cold little, I don't even know, like the nitrogen tank thing. Uh huh. So I'm like doing that. Mm-hmm. You see there? I see that's just you with different foods. Yeah. You have a ice that cream. That waffle was that, so good. Was that waffle good? <laughs> so good. And that it, cotton candy machine was amazing. That was good too, huh? Okay. And then you have ice cream. Yeah. After you. Okay, the, my favorite thing about everything is, like, I'll say I like something, and people send them to me in mass stocks. Oh, okay. Like, I got so many churros sent to my house. Because you like churros. Because uh, I said I like churros. Uh-huh. So much ice cream shipped to my house in, like, a big box of dry ice, which was so fun to play with. Um, and what, like, everyone's just giving me food. Which is, I love food, so it's like... <laughs> But the worst, the thing I don't like is people, like, the guys hitting on me think I'm, like, easy because I like food. They try to, 
persuade me with food,、mm. which is really mean because it's like a tough decision. It's like, you know, it's like I don't know you, but I may go out with you. But you're like offering me steak, like. <laughs> So steak, date, date, steak—is that how you are about depends it? Depends on like how hungry I am, you know. Right, <laughs> and like what season? I feel like steak is more like a winter, winter thing. So these are tough things. Yeah. So, so I I read somewhere you were talking. Your father was talking about you and boys, and he was kind of teasing you. Does he tease you a lot about boys liking you? My dad's always tells everyone that I'm a player, <laughs> and like. It's not even the fact that like I hang out. I do hang out with a lot of guys, but like together, it's not like I'm dating one guy for a week and then going to another one. Like it's not like that.、Uh-huh. But I just always like hung out with guys because they're just more like fun. Yeah, you know, they're like they always make impulse decisions, and it's fun to just like watch. <laughs> so they're just like, all right, I'm gonna jump off of this balcony. Like, do you want to film it? I'm just like, all right, all right, all right.、Okay. So I mean, it's just more fun, and I like have girlfriends too. But I feel like when I want to see some funny stuff, you would hang out with guys. Go with that crowd. You've had a couple of cool stories though since the Olympics. Maybe even before. I think I think you like Michael Keaton. You guys all know you. You know Michael Keaton. I think folks know him. Uh, <laughs> Wait, except, yeah, you got to tell it. <laughs> um. So Michael Keaton reached out, texted me, said hi. Michael Keaton here wanted to say congrats. Um. <laughs> I had to like ask who that was. You're born in 2000. How would you know who he was? I, you know, I, I was like, sounds like a important person. <laughs> like he plays a significant role in like something. Like I, I figured like he'd be something in that like acting scene, but I wasn't too sure like who he was slash like what he looks like.、Mm-hmm. The original Batman. But then, yeah, I texted him. Yeah. I was like, "Thanks, Batman." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> movie Batman, not the original movie Batman. So you're like, "Thanks, Batman." What did、no. he say? I、uh, didn't get a text back, but it's fine. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's cool. At least he, yeah, he reached out. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, I see it now. Yeah. All right. So then you had another cool moment, and I remember that Oscar night. Oh. Francis McDormand. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't watching because, like, I was I was like on the mountain somewhere, and I was trying to watch because I always love watching those events. Yeah. But、um, they didn't have the channel, so I was just like sitting there,、uh-huh. like you know, wondering what could be happening,、yeah. if anything interesting happened, and I'm just missing out, like I always do.、Um, and then <laughs> I wake up the next morning with like. So many text messages, like "Oh my goodness, Oscars, crazy thing happened." I was like, "What? What? What?" Went on Twitter immediately because that's where all the goss is, you know.、Uh-huh. Like that's where you need to go when something's happening. <laughs>、um, and I went there and I was like, "Oh my god, that's so cool!" And I was like really excited.、Uh-huh. And I tweeted at. She doesn't have a Twitter, so you got to、like, tell everybody what happened. Yeah, she、um, basically was like. This is probably how Chloe Kim felt after landing back-to-back Tanadis at the Olympics. That's huge. And I was like, in her in her speech, yeah, can you believe that? Wow. I was so I was so shook. Like, you, shook, you, yeah, shook so to the core. Then now, did she go? Did she take you up on the offer of, of snowboarding? Um, no, but yeah, yeah, soon, you know, maybe. It's it's yeah.、Uh-huh. I I would love to like take her snowboarding. Or even just to hang out. Like if we're literally sitting and doing nothing,、uh-huh. like not even talking, but like. And being in her presence would be amazing. How do you?
you feel about this instant fame? And it's not necessarily instant for you, but it is overnight where you, you have people giving you a shout out at the Oscars as they win the best actress. That That's huge. How does that translate to you and your world? I mean, I... My parents never thought, expected this to happen. They're always like, where did you come from? Because no one's athletic in my family. Mm -hmm. Like, they... No one is. Like, my oldest sister doesn't really do anything besides, like, she also shopped a lot. Okay. So, I mean, I, I feel like shopping is somewhat exercise because, you know, you go up and downstairs, you're yeah, like, changing. You put on like, stuff. every yeah. time I go shopping, I, like, sure. come out sweating. Yeah. Because it's, like, that bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's, like, definitely interesting because I, I didn't even think that would happen. I was purely doing something out of love and joy. Yeah. And then just... It being crazy and just it blowing up like that was so unexpected. Mm -hmm. But it's so cool because um, I'm actually looking at like promposals and stuff. Okay, so, like, that, so you're going to prom? Yeah, I think I'm going to go to prom okay. with a fan. Okay, um, that'll and be nice. Yeah, so it's like really cool because I get to do all these fun things because I don't even know if I'm going to be available when my actual prom's happening. Yeah. So I was like, I want to go. Um, but it's like... I get to meet such amazing people, and I feel like it's just given me a platform to, you know, just inspire the next generation or just anyone in general. Um, so I'm really thankful for that and just to have a voice. Yeah. Um, it's really important to me. So What I know, I know that, I mean, gosh, again, you'll be, you know, 18 in a couple of weeks, so this is a, a pretty far-fetched question, but what's, what's next for you in the immediate or long, long term if you're paying, if you're paying attention? Right now, I'm just looking at my 18th birthday. Uh huh. Like, I can't wait. Yeah. Uh huh. For that day, uh -huh. I'm just gonna, you know, it's gonna be like Thanksgiving for me. I love Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, I think like long term, I want to keep doing what I do. Yeah. Um, I'm applying to colleges, but you know that's also pretty important to me. Sure. Education is really important because I definitely want to be as successful outside of snowboarding. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's definitely on my bucket list, things I want to do. What else do I want to do? Probably, like, travel more. Okay. I might, I might even, like, start traveling and go places that aren't snow-related and I don't have to freeze my butt off. Okay. That's... Like, Korea was so cold. Yeah, I, I heard. It was bone-chilling. Yeah. Like, I've never been that cold in my life, so I literally would not leave my room, and I kind of, like having cold air on my face. So I'd mm -hmm. open the window and sleep on the floor because the floors are heated. Yeah. But anyway, so off topic. Yeah, no, same um, thing. <laughs> yeah, no, but I yeah. think, yeah, I just want to keep doing what I do. I and um, so. Do you realize what an inspiration you are to others? Um, I mean, Especially I try a younger generation looking yeah, at you. Know, yeah, I mean, I, I always want to be a positive influence on... Um, you know, I just want to be a positive influence in general. So just, yeah. um, you know, hearing people say that is so amazing. And I'm really happy I'm able to do, you know, make such a big impact and um, inspire the next generation. And, yeah, I think it's really rad. I, I asked Amy the same question. And I know that you two are also a, a team Toyota athlete. Tell me about um, Toyota and what it's done for you as well. Okay, well, Toyota, I started working with them basically on my 16th birthday. Mm-hmm. And they surprised me with my first car. They gave you a car too? Yeah. On my, 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I want one. But I was always, like, worried. Because, yeah. like, my parents always gave my sisters, like, hand-me-down cars. Yeah. So I was like... I kind of want a sick car. You got a RAV4. But I got a RAV4, yeah. and it was blue. Uh-huh. I love blue. Uh-huh. So it was, like, perfect. So this, this, is, this is your car? Yeah. So do you drive this? I do, I do. Around well, L.A.? Yeah. Um, I try to stray away from L.A. sometimes, like, downtown. Okay. Because it gives me anxiety. Yeah, I can see that. But, um, yeah, yeah. like, out, outside of L.A., uh-huh. I'll take it. Uh-huh. Um, it doesn't say your name on it anymore, though, right? No. Okay, because no. everyone would know you were coming. I was like, could you, can, like, can we, like, not? <laughs> so, <laughs> Put my name on it. <laughs> yeah, but I really liked it. I took so many pictures of it. That's nice. Um, and it's super rad, yeah. And it was a great car to learn how to drive in. The, okay. Like, I'm not saying this to, like, be like, oh, yeah, I'm working with Toyota, but it's so great. But, like, genuinely, like, in, I was so scared of the freeway. <laughs> So scared of the freeway, but it has this, these little lights that tell you like if there's a car next to you, so you can change lanes and like not crash. Technology into is amazing. I know, yeah. and it, it beep when I went over the line. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> so it was a great way for me to learn because I was, but I was like very stiff, you know, just like ready for a sounded make so I could like make a quick correction. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, such a great car to learn in, and it's you know I always drive it up to the mountains. And okay. Stuff, so. And then uh, speaking of like in terms of all these different accomplishments, you have this Rav Four, having a birthday, you're on the cover of ESP and the Mag. How was that? Oh, that was fun. Talk, okay, the photo shoot good. Not the so photo good. shoot was Long, so fun. Easy. Yeah, that I was like. <laughs> Your swag's on a thousand. You look great. I was harnessed, and they like pulled me up uh-huh. into the air, and they wanted me to like grab my snowboard, but I couldn't reach because I was like harnessed, so secured. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so we like changed it up a little bit, but um, it was such a fun shoot, and being on a cover of ESPN is. Huge. Insane. Yeah. And I wasn't expecting it. Um, so. You have a lot of things ahead for you. I can tell. And you're so humble about it and extremely funny. She's so funny. I didn't know she was that funny. I'm, I'm sitting here giggling the whole time with her. I'm like, are we going on a date? Steak? What's happening? What? Who? Food? Um, I, I really am truly impressed by you. You Thank are you. truly a pleasure. You represent us well here in the United States. Uh, Chloe Kim, ladies and gentlemen. presentation of Beyond is brought to you by Toyota and ESPNW. I want to thank everyone for coming out to our to our special show in New York and I want to thank you for listening. Chloe Kim, follow her. Follow her on Instagram, on Twitter. Watch her in live. She's going to represent us well in the next Olympics. I hope you all enjoyed this edition of Be Honest. Thanks for listening to Be Honest with Carrie Champion. For more great podcasts, check out ESPN.com slash podcenter.